What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coast to Coast Podcast. Today, it's Griffin and I alongside each other. Jose and Carson, they out the mix, so what to do? I'm rocking the MPJ jersey. He's got the Booker jersey on, so without further ado, we get started some NBA draft content. A crazy day in sports late yesterday. We'll be talking about the MLB later on another episode this week, but we're hopping right to the NBA. Griffin's got the questions with us, so let's get started. So this is like a super broad starting point, but like overall... Top-level thoughts, opinions on last night's draft? Uh, I mean, went pretty straight the part. I mean, honestly, I think the Scotty Barnes pick was what really threw everyone off in the beginning. And then the Warriors landing two of the top guys in the draft, arguably guys that could have gone uh, at number seven, both. Well, I mean, I think Kaminga could have gone at five at the highest, uh, both at seven and 14. Um, a lot of good prospects overall. A lot of guys that, you know, in the later rounds. I love what the Rockets did in the draft. They also had three first-round picks. Able to get an Usman Garuba, a guy um, out of Spain, super fast, gives me Montrezl Hale vibes, and Josh Christopher, bring him alongside his college teammate. I mean, he's a former high school teammate. A lot of potential in this draft, but I think we'll get into it a little later. Some teams that, you know, didn't really do much with what they had to offer. Yeah, and, you know, I share a lot of the same opinions you do about the overall thoughts of the draft. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to go on a little tangent early on in the video. ESPN, we need to figure out something to make the draft experience watching it on this television screen better. Woj spoils every pick. Sham spoils every pick. So everybody in the arena doesn't know what's going to happen except everybody at home does. And Kendrick Perkins is left fumbling his words about Moses Moody's fucking real name. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ESPN, we need to figure out something better. Because right now it's not a good watching experience for anybody involved. Uh, who's that Knicks fan? Spike Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spike Lee waited like three times for the Knicks to pick, and they never did. They traded the pick every time. He's just waiting there, just edging, just trying to waiting for his pick. So, and it never happened. So that's really, you know, love the draft. Love a lot of these prospects in the draft. Super excited for a lot of teams. Uh, not so much for others, but basically, what stood out to me the most. I'm a film major, but like you know. Like, the presentation of ESPN, what they're doing, is not good. Um, but, yeah, anyway, what were your biggest winners for you last night? I think, I mean, honestly. Maybe, like, three best, three best. Got to go bias in the beginning. We'll go back to it. Got to talk about the Warriors. You know, did super well in this draft. Like I said, two top uh, 14 picks. You know, thought we were going to trade them. But, you know, we go out there, we get a guy in Kaminga who I think can be a better version of Wiggins for us. And a guy in Moody who I think... Like, can really be a good 3-and-D score for us, which is really what we need. You know, a really good role player. If he can become Andre Iguodala 2.0 for us, that's a dream come true. Coming off the bench for us, you know, hopefully taking the lead from Clay eventually. And then another winner I love, I love the Atlanta Hawks, a team that made the Eastern Conference Finals. They go out there, they add Jalen Johnson from the Duke Blue Devils, a guy with a lot of potential, a guy who probably could have gone top 10 in this draft earlier in the year before things started. And I think I wouldn't have been surprised if I saw like the Kings take him at nine. And they add a scoring guard in Sharif Cooper who averaged 20 and eight in college this year, even without, you know, with not the greatest efficiency, but still love West off in them. And then trying to think who I like on the second, my, my, my third like, just kind of scrolling through here. Um, okay, yeah, I, I saw a lot about it. I loved what the Hornets did. They were able to bring in James Booknight, a guy who, uh, Devontae Graham, I'm assuming, will leave in free agency due to the crowdedness of the backcourt, along with Malik Monk. And then, you know, maybe they sign and trade one of those guys, Monk, uh, Graham or Monk, get another guy, and then Trey Rozier's on his way out. But, you know, you have uh, Booknight learn from, you know, having uh, Terry Rozier alongside him, and then they has LaMelo Ball, and then uh, just continuing forward. I love Kai Jones. I thought he could have been a prospect for them at 11. They go out there, they do a trade with the Knicks and get him at 19. Uh, so those would be my three winners so far. You? Yeah, I uh, definitely agree with the Hornets. They, I wrote down three teams. They were my third team. Uh, really love the value they got with Kai Jones there. A couple years ago, you thought he'd be really high in the lottery. But, you know, at Texas, he slowly declined his playing time, which I thought was concerning. But I think as a project, like as a prospect, super great, super great for the Hornets. And love James Booknight. 
next to Lamelo. Super. So that's going to be super fun, even with the issues in the backcourt. But you know, they'll probably resolve those. Uh, my next one was the Magic. I really love the Magic draft. Having Suggs fall to them was a miracle for them because always the Magic. I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast on the way over to California. Um, he was mentioning that the Magic always get screwed when it comes to the draft. They're always one below where like they would get a franchise piece. Like they always get like a Mario Hazonia or a Mo Bamba or like somebody like that or an Aaron Gordon who are behind the best players in that draft where it'd be like a Joel Embiid or like a Ben Simmons or something like that. They're always one behind. The last time the the Magic had like a great first round pick was Dwight Howard. And that was a super long time ago and he was pretty unlikable at the time and he's gone now. He's basically he's not super relevant in the NBA, but he's still in the league. Uh, but yeah, I really love that for them and their second first round pick in the lottery, Franz Wagner. Love that for them. Kind of, you know, repping the Suns right here, but, you know, kind of got some Cam Johnson vibes maybe even perhaps. A little bit probably better defender. Yeah, time, better defender for I sure. I think he's got a huge bust, yeah. bust in him. I know you like the pick, but I, I've seen Sam Decker comparisons, but I also yeah. think, I mean, we'll have, you probably the time you're seeing this, we'll have rolled out more of our comparisons. I think his ceiling's Bolan Bogdanovich, you know, the guy in the uh, Utah Jazz. You know, a 20-point-per-game score that can play some solid defense and they can get that out of him. I mean, I'm just not confident in the system he's in Orlando. Yeah. But I see Orlando as winners for the talent that they walked away with in this draft. For sure, for sure. Uh, they got a second-round point guard, Jason Preston. Don't really know too much about him. But again, the Magic do have issues in the backcourt similar to the Hornets where they have a lot of point guards. Oh, he was traded. He's traded the Clippers. Never mind, you know? <laughs> Never mind. I lied, everybody at home. I'm sorry. Misinformation. Um, but the the Magic in the backcourt, they do have kind of... They have Cole Anthony, they have Markel Fultz. They have RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton, they have Suggs now. So it's Junior's. time to make a decision about who who the future is, and I say build around Suggs. Uh, and my second or third, I guess, uh, favorite draft was the Rockets. I love the Rockets draft. It was so great. Jalen Green, Alfred Sangoon, Usman Garuba, and Josh Christopher. All very different prospects, but very good in their own right. All first-round guys, too. Exactly, exactly. They got four first-round guys on a roster that really needed it. Um, you kind of wonder how these guys will play together because they're honestly very different players. Sengun and Usman Garuba is different from Jalen Green as you can possibly get. But Jalen Green, future superstar written all over him. Future uh, scoring champion written all over him. He This dude can score from everywhere and anywhere on the court. Uh, I love Sangoon. He right now he's super good inside and has the ability to stretch it to the three ball. So I love that for him. Garuba, he's going to come into the NBA as a good defender and the pot- the potential to be a great defender. And Josh Christopher, he is a raw prospect. I'm going to ASU, so I watched a lot of these games. He was not super great, but he does have the potential. ASU, I'm not saying is a great program. They're not. They're actually really bad, but. His, his his style of play did not fit there, so I'm hoping him being reunited with Jalen Green will help improve and bolster his game to the next level. Definitely. Can't go wrong. I mean, you can let Josh Christopher sit behind, you know, in that rotation. I mean, they're probably going to go away from guys like John Wall and Eric Gordon, but you still have such young guys in the perimeter. You know, Jay Sean Tate showed a lot of promise last year. Um, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. is one of the most rising stars that's going under the radar at this point in the league. I mean, obviously Jalen Green and Josh Christopher, but I think Jalen Green's going to start you know right away from day one. Him alongside KPJ. Can K- can they play together though? They're very similar. I know people keep saying that like it's going to be a nasty backcourt, but like they're so similar de- and defensive wise, I yeah. think it's a liability. Yeah, I don't know if KPJ can play the point. It's so. like a Kyrie and uh, James Harden like super light. Yeah, honestly. yeah. But I don't think one of them's a dominant ball handler enough. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, in your opinion, who are the biggest losers of the night? <sighs> I'm gonna go on a rant here. I'm going with the Oklahoma City wow. Thunder. Wow, Oklahoma City Thunder. You I'm do gonna, not believe in Sam Presti. I do not believe in him wow. at this point. I think you know, kind of you know, going out there. Look at his draft board. Looking at all right now, he selected five, five guys that play guard. 
Let's start from the bottom. He got Aaron Wiggins, I think a talented raw prospect out of Maryland. Uh, Miles McBride. Oh, no, he was. Wait, I don't know a whole lot about Aaron Wiggins. Is he related to the Andrew Wiggins? No, not oh, at all. that's weird. But, okay, no, never mind. Miles McBride was traded to the Knicks, though. Uh, I saw that. Oh, okay. good. But, no. Some guy from, from Lithuania. Don't they know they said they traded from him as well. I was super confused. But, no, still, regardless, I mean, Trey they Man. got they got Trey, Trey Man, Man, Josh Giddy, and Aaron Wiggins, all guards, which I thought made no sense. Going out there, they need to address the forward and the wing position. You already have two really solid options at the guards positions with Shea Gilligas, Alexander, and Lou Dort. I think Lou Dort has potential to be one of like the best three knee guys in the league. You know, really can fit that Danny Green mold for like a championship team. I mean, shout out Danny Green, he's dog shit, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, uh, Josh Giddy, I think he's got a high ceiling, but well, at the same I time, love- he's one of the lowest floors in this draft. Yeah. You love him? I I I mean. I was the biggest fan of Mario Hazonia. I am a big fan of international players. It's just in me. I love them. So I'm hoping for the best. Oh, of course. He I had, never wanted to be dog. I, I know, I know. But I, I I loved his tape. He's I love big guards, too. I He's mean, did just, you see the meme? It was like what he, like his weaknesses are. Yeah. Like his, his weaknesses is basketball. Yeah, yeah. So, know. I mean, but was it? I think they should have gone out there. They should have gone, you know, at six. They should have taken Kaminga. I mean, shout out the Warriors. We were able to snag him. But I think, you know, you got to look to fill out your uh, – team and their lineups first you know going from the starting lineup and then work to the bench which is goes into my next point jose if you're watching here you know wait, I'm not wait, can, say, wait, oh. can we stay on the the okc okc i mean i don't hate the pick i like it but i mean they have poku which small forward power so they forward. poku they have uh lou dort they have shea yeah. they have Darius Baisley, and they uh don't have a, yeah, oh they got Derek favors i mean yeah but and then they still have Kemba Walker. They really have a hole at center. They still have Kemba Walker. They have Ty. Dr- they have Theo Maladon. Yeah. They have Josh Giddy, and they have Aaron Wiggins, and then they have Trey Mann. That's way too many guards on a roster. The, they're, they're trading. They're trading some of those. There's no. Way. I know, but then he's going to trade them for picks again. Yeah. But he yeah. has to go out there and make a move. He yeah. should have thrown more in the package to go out there and get Cade Cunningham if he was so content. I, I agree. I well, I mean they. They didn't. They passed on the offer, right? It was Seigel just Alexander and six. If it was Seigel and six for Cade, I think they should have gone out there and given a bigger offer. If they had, because Cade, well, Seigel uh, doesn't fit their timeline, bro. You you, you remember that? They don't. It doesn't match up. They don't fit their timeline. He's like twenty three, but yeah, I think don't you know. Fit their timeline. Even if you start with Cade Cunningham, I mean, you got to go out here and you got to start attacking guys. I mean, uh, yeah. in the group chat, Jose and Carson. Honestly, you're not out here today. We got Griffin, but it's all good. Uh, you got, we were talking about, you know, well, do they go and get a guy like Beal? No, it doesn't make sense for them to get a guy like Beal. They have to go out and get young guys, but they're not always on the market because they aren't always trying to leave their team. They have to get to a point where their young stars on their team are ready to compete. So, I think Giddy, he can be a solid guy. He's probably got to run the one for them. I think yeah. Shea Gilgis does well off the ball. So I either, think they can both go off the ball. I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, for I think it's like a way too early, like Atlanta Hawks, where they might run into too much talent on the court yeah. to where they have to start trading guys. And you just got to part ways with guys, no matter how good you think they're going to be, because you got to go out there and make a run. If you got to sacrifice some years of your future for it, you got to do it. Yeah. But um, I'll wait. I, I know mean, you got at the top of your list. So I'll let you start it off. Who I your mean, first loser is it's the Kings. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> I. I Jose, I'm so sorry. Uh, being a Kings fan must be horrible. I I told I told Liam once I like saw him getting here. I was like one of the first things I said to him was I, I was I was like if I was a Kings fan I'd kill myself or move. Like I would not fault any Kings fans for leaving their organization and coming to a, a different one to be a fan. I just feel so bad. Their front office is so inept. Like. What are you doing? Like, I don't even hate Mitchell as a prospect. He's small and he's older. But, like, I don't know. You have Fox. You have Halliburton. You Right now you still have, um, what's his name? Who's going to get traded to the Lakers every... Oh, Buddy Hill. You still have Buddy Hill. I'm sorry, <laughs> Buddy. I like you. Uh, it's just really... I mean, if... I will say this. If the Kings would package... Fox and future assets for Simmons, I would like this move. But I don't because they're probably not going to do that. Uh, um, they keep missing. I get they're going in the opposite direction where in the past they've gone for super big potential guys like Bagley. 
and it didn't work out for them, and that Macklemore. sucks. Macklemore, yeah, exactly. Uh, Who is that? Marquise. Oh, no, you know they, they No, that was the, the that was that was the Suns. Shout out. Uh, but, that um, was a horrible draft for the Kings too. Remember that dude out of Greece? Oh, George's Papiannis. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just. I don't know what. I mean, I'm just really sorry for Kings fans. Like it, the backcourt, like I was saying with Charlotte. It's too many guards, but Charlotte will address that in this Because they still have P.J. Washington. Uh, yeah. They got Kai Jones. They have Gordon hey. Hayward. They have Miles Bridges. They still they have the ability to do that. I really The Kings w- don't. Yeah, the Kings really are low on their assets, and their assets that they do have, everybody around the league knows that they don't want to be in Sacramento, so their value is dropping every day. Buddy Hill's value is dropping every single day. Uh, Marvin Bagley's value is dropping every single day. It sucks. Um, so, right. I mean, uh, we're talking about this draft. Davion Mitchell, I don't hate. Again, he's a winner at the college level. I think to some extent, whether it's a super translatable or not, I think it does translate It for guys in college who are super successful, who are veterans in college, does translate somewhat. It might not translate like perfectly or even well but i think some of that skill will but right now i'm really sorry for kings fans i will take applications onto the sun's bandwagon we just lost so it everybody jump ship there's there's room there's room hey i will always support sacramento love flying into the airport when i'm going to modesto shout out but you know I'm really sorry, Kings fans. Hey, really sorry. As DeMarcus Cousins once said, I'll throw it up on the screen, it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous out here in Sacramento. But we'll keep moving on uh, through the draft here. Just kind of thinking my next loser. I feel I mean, the loser's a player. Scotty Barnes in the situation he ended up in the Toronto Are, Raptors. You don't no, like no, it? no, no. I don't like the situation. I love him as a player, but it's too crowded of a forward combo. Yeah. I feel like you got Ananobi and you got Pascal Siakam that kind of fit the youth timeline. What if what if a, what if a Ben Simmons trade is coming down the pipeline? That's like for any situation you could say. But like yeah. what? So Ben Simmons is gonna play the one and then they got Van Well, Fleet. they trade either OG or Siakam. I don't know. It's, and then that front court gets alleviated. A I don't bit. like it as of this point. At the current filming of this episode, I think Scotty Barnes th- would have been a better fit on any of the other teams. I would have liked him on the, the Cavs like I mocked him in the mock draft. But I don't like the situation he ended up in. Still a good player. I think he'll still develop. I think Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. He'll get him to the where he needs to be. But I think he's not going to have the ability to start day one. He's going to have to come off the bench, earn his role. But, you know, that might be good for him. Like a Pascal Siakam, yeah. how he blur- flourished into an NBA All-Star. Uh, I think the Raptors... I, I actually do love this spot for him. Um, the The development of the Raptors is probably one of the best in the league. Their development core is super great. Look at the way OG has panned out. The voice Siakam has panned out. I think Scotty Barnes is such a raw prospect. I don't think they uh, think of him as coming in day one and being a super contributing guy. And I think that's the reason why they're allowing that front court to be as maybe as big as it is or as deep as it is because they don't expect him to get a lot of minutes his uh, rookie season. I'm okay with that. He could play the one. He could. He could play a lot of positions. Scotty Barnes, the way it depends on the way they want to develop him, and I think that's a perfect position because of the development team in Toronto. Sorry, but no, no, I understand. I just do disagree with you. you. you I, I, I love Toronto. I they're I. I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Their development team over there is second to none, basically, in the entire NBA. I love it. Do you mm. have one more, loser? I can't really think of one. Okay, I, I have, I have two. Go ahead. Uh, guys, is it time to have a conversation about Greg Popovich and the Spurs? What are they doing? Josh Primo is the youngest player in college basketball. His three-point, he chucks up shots constantly let me go to my notes i'm just going to read this verbatim of what i wrote i feel like i have to ask this question now but what do the spurs know what they're doing pop seems like he just doesn't care anymore the same on the olympic team he seems like he's lost his love for the game almost i love pop he's one of the best coaches of all time but it seems like he's just not there like mentally 
and I do feel bad. Uh, Josh Primo, youngest player in the draft, significant downsize. He's a significant project. He is not ready to play day one. Uh, the Spurs haven't hit on a prospect in a while. Lonnie Walker was not a hit. Uh, DeJounte Murray's maybe the best, but yeah. he's not even like... And I'm just saying about the Spurs organization in general, what assets do they have to trade to get better? And I don't think of any of them. DeRozan's going to leave. I don't know if they're going to even get a sign and trade for that. No. Nope. Um, like, they have zero assets besides Murray. And even he's, he's like on a championship team, like the fifth or fourth best player. He is not like the the guy you would want on to build a team around, in my opinion. I think it's time to look in, look yourself in the mirror, San Antonio, and wonder what's going on. Is Pop still there mentally? It and you know we have that female coach behind him, Becky, Becky Hamilton. Becky Hamilton. Maybe Becky it's her Hammond. Time to step up. Yes, maybe it's her time. But it seems like if she's not the person to be the next coach, it feels like everybody has already p- placed those expectations on her. So she has to be the coach. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like she's, she's the coach in waiting. Somewhere. She's the coach yeah. in waiting there. So if she's not like if the Spurs organization doesn't want to go that way, they're almost forced into it because Pop wants it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, f- I just feel like the Spurs are in a really bad spot, and I think it's time to accept reality that you're not even a playoff team. You're not a contender anymore. The The golden years are past. You need to you need to move on, and you need to start this re- rebuild process a- ASAP real soon. And that was basically my whole Spurs spiel. I do I, – the golden years are over, like I said, but my yeah. third losers are Steph Curry. Wait, hold up. Before we get into that, I gotta kind of go on this. Okay, go, 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 go. No, so just like talking about what Griffin said about the Spurs, like let's look back at the trade that kind of ended their franchise. The from what it is, the Kawhi trade. You know, they sent Kawhi and Danny Green from the Spurs over to Toronto in exchange for Jakob Pertle, uh Demar Derozan, and maybe some picks and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember who exactly turned out for those I'll picks. I'll pull up the trade. But no, while Griffin looks up the trade, I mean, you got I got Demar. He's gonna walk in free agency. He goes to the Lakers. I swear to God, I'm not going to do an ever podcast ever again. <laughs> if I see four superstars playing on the Lakers, not superstars, four stars playing on the Lakers, I, I'm going to shoot myself. But uh, And then also, Jakob Pertl isn't really the most talented big man. And like Griffin was saying, a super talented, not super talented, but a crowded guard tandem out there in uh, San Antonio. Anyway, you have DeJounte Murray, a guy that can, you know at least proved to be mm-hmm. a good caliber starting guard. In the NBA, with a lot of pressure on him, you know, he's had this pressure on him ever since he was drafted. You know, LeBron's giving him all this praise coming out of University of Washington. And then you still got Lonnie Walker, you still got Devin Vassell, and you still got Derek White all in the wings. Then you're throwing a guy in there that's going to be a project that's going to sit there. I mean, what's Josh with Primo's really ceiling out here? I don't know. It, I, I yeah, got He's I gotta just think so raw. It. It's hard to even project what his, his ceiling is because he's just so, he's so young. He made a lot of mistakes. In Alabama, and like I said on the Bill Simmons podcast when I was coming over, they were saying on there that a SEC coach said that told them that he wasn't even a top twenty player in the SEC. They thought he was that raw. They thought they couldn't trust him. I just don't love the pick here. His three point shooting is good, and he is long, and he is tall. But like I, I really, I feel like this will come back to bite the Spurs. Uh, also, that uh, Kawhi Leonard trade was Kawhi, uh, Danny Green. For DeRozan, Jakob Pertl, and a protected first rounder in 2019. I don't know what that tw- 2019 pick was, though. So Yeah, no. But still, regardless. You didn't, you didn't get enough value for Kawhi, let's just be honest. Yeah, we'll be honest with that. At the end of their franchise, Kawhi kind of pulled the plug on them, and they haven't been anything since. since. So, we'll keep moving on. Obviously, yeah. Griffin's got another I loser have here. My, my third and final loser, and it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. The championship window is closing. Um, I do... I'm not saying I dislike the picks. I do like the picks. But the draft buzz going in was Bradley Beal or another star to pair with these three so we could push for another championship to try to bring back those golden years that Golden State did have. Like that pun. Um, But we go for two... I'm going to say projects... I don't see them contributing right away like we saw with Wiseman. Wiseman was a project coming in. Uh, I don't know if I was aware of that at the time. I don't think I was following Golden State close enough 
and I didn't know enough about Wiseman, but as we know right now, Wiseman is a project. The same is that can be said for Kuminga and Moses Moody. Um, I do like their potential. I love your uh, comp uh, with Kaminga and um, Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Brown. He should watch Jalen Brown tape exclusively. He should and Paul George. Those two guys. Yeah, he. I think he can become really good, but um, I just we talk about timelines a lot here. At least I do. How the game works. I do. Griffin, Phoenix Sun. The timeline. Got to trust the timeline. We just saw it. You know. (laughs) Come up in the finals here. Got to trust the timeline. Uh, and we're talking about Shy Gilgis, Alexander, timeline. Uh, these guys do not fit the Steph, Clay, Draymond timeline. These guys are really young, really raw. You cannot count on them to be there when it counts in the playoffs. Do you trust Jonathan Kuminga? Shooting a jump shot. Shooting a jump now. shot. In crunch time, do you trust Moses Moody? Maybe, I mean, you could you could put just hide him in the corner, I guess. But do you trust James Wiseman in crunch time to make a play? Do you trust Kuminga to make a play when it counts in the playoffs? And I don't. So I would I I might have chosen. It depends. I I just putting on the GM cap for a second. I don't know where Golden State's heads at. What are we trying to do? Are we trying to like do a soft rebuild? While, but like you're wasting Steph, Clay, and Draymond's time. I mean, you're you're a Golden State fan. Yeah. I want to hear your opinion on this. Cause yeah. I was I I like the picks for myself, but I don't know if you're going for a championship. How much this it does for you? Yeah. So let's kind of look at the team right now. Yeah. I mean, I can dance on top of my head. We'll go through the starting lap. You got Steph. I think he's going to his age 34 season. Yeah. Uh, you got Clay coming off two injuries. He's not going to be the guy he used to be. You still kept Andrew Wiggins on the roster, roster to this point. You Is still, Oubre? Oubre, we have him under bird rights. I believe okay. we can still do a signing trade. He didn't trade. do that good this year, though. So. Yeah, no, he didn't even play. That's why. Yeah. That's why you didn't hear anything about it. That's yeah. why you're saying he didn't do well. Uh, Draymond Green, obviously still a fantastic defender, but still very lacking in his offensive game at this point. Kind of is detrimental to keep out there in a suiting situation. Then you have, you know, let's say Looney or Wiseman, whoever they want to throw out there. Then the bench backup. You got Nico Mannion, a guy who doesn't fit that timeline. You got Jordan Poole starting to fit the timeline. You got Jonathan Kaminga doesn't fit the timeline. You got Eric Pascoe fits the timeline now because he's young enough. Uh, Then you got James Wiseman, let's say. Still a year or two away, in my opinion, from becoming like a dominant big man in this league. Then you got Moses Moody. Doesn't fit the timeline. Yeah, eight, 18, 19. And then you got wrong. some other guys like Michael Mulder, Juan Descano. Like, those guys are fine, but where's that bench that we were looking for that everyone keeps talking about bringing back the Sean Livingston's, a super special player, in my opinion, back in his day? Uh, that was Martian my... Death Bream, Andre Iguodala. Where's Ange, he? At? Aussie, Andre Iguodala, the where's guys like Leonardo Barbosa. But that's what we're banking on to have that kind of bench. You got to realize that. Steph isn't going to be MVP Steph at 36 years old. As much as I, he's all going to be solid next year. I, yeah. I, I believe he'll be solid. He'll be solid until he retires, but he's going to, the slow decline is going to start it's happening. It's like we're seeing with Braun. Yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit. Even what we saw with CP, he's not the same player he was. Exactly. Years ago. I think you got to go out there, still be bold this offseason. I'm going bold. They got to go out there, make a trade for a guy. No, maybe. They had oh the seventh pick got them Kuminga. That's a more enticing prospect than what they could have gotten in a guy. I don't know, like Franz Wagner. No one would have yeah. jumped out of their yeah. seats for. He's definitely a better trade asset. Yeah. So you get you throw whoever you want now. Now that you know you have in the roster, not just the illustrious pick. You go out there and make a trade because if not, no chance at the uh, you make the playoffs. Sure, but yeah. you're not winning a championship. When there's teams like the Nuggets rising in the West. You still got teams like the Suns, fresh off vengeance, trying to make it back. And if you're ready to transition to it, uh, we got the Lakers. Yeah, uh, Westbrook. What's your reaction? Join uh, the Lakers. I mean, as Jose said in the group chat, they got as much spacing as a goddamn shoebox at this point. I mean, projected starting lineup would look along the lines of Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Marcus Saul. They gotta go out there. They still gotta bring back Taylor Horton Tucker, a guy who I believe is a restricted free agent, or he's going to his free agency this summer. You gotta go and and Marcus Saul is gonna be dog shit. 
He's like 38. He's, yeah, he's past his, way past his prime. I mean, thank God they got Kuzma out of there. No Kuzma posting pictures of him and Beal. <laughs> You're going to be dog shit, Kuzma. Yeah. You're going to sit behind Rui Hachimura in uh, Washington. But still, I think it's a good trade. But at the same time, you're really capitalizing on one year. Because otherwise, you have an aging Westbrook, you have an aging LeBron, and you're ruining Anthony Davis's career if this doesn't pan out. Because you're going against the Nets. The Nets still have a bigger, big, better big three. No question about it, my mm-hmm. point. Because I think LeBron, at this point, you could say he passed up eight. I mean, passed, passed up Bron. I mean, Katie passed up Bron. You know, from what we saw from him, you they could play. say Giannis passed up Bron. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't. From what we saw, the decline of LeBron, KD's got that next step. I mean, Harden versus AD, I'd say it's a little bit more closer. But I'd say Kyrie's got that advantage over Westbrook. I don't give a fuck about the triple doubles. That doesn't make him a better player because yeah. you're looking at stats. You casual, but casual. Was it? I think. If they got capitalized on this one year. If they don't win, if one of those guys is the healthy, they're fucked because they're going to have no bench backup. I mean, who did – well, I'll let Griffin go because i got to remember who they added in the draft. Uh, I don't think anyone actually know. I think because they no, traded Isaiah they Jackson. Tr- let me check. They, they uh, traded their, sec- their 22nd overall pick. First of all, I don't know how that package got them Westbrook. Like, Washington, I don't feel think better leave. He's not as valuable as he was. True, but very interesting. Uh, but no, just continue. Anybody. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, Westbrook, like Liam said, the spacing. Max McClung. Oh, that's... Oh, I'm... Mac McClung. Oh! <laughs> He's oh, they're set. The they're set. Gonna... They're set. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Scratch out anything I'm going to say after this. But, um, Westbrook, I... Anybody who knows me and has talked basketball with me, uh, except for maybe you, I don't know if I've talked about this, I do not like Russell Westbrook. He is... One of the most inefficient players in my mind. Uh, these triple doubles are basically meaningless to me. They do not contribute to wins. Wins are the only thing that matter. I have seen dudes on the Suns ball out when we were ass. I have seen Devin Booker ball. I'm not saying he's inefficient. I'm just saying I've seen scorers who are a bad teams who ball out. Uh, oh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Like, and he's so, so... Like, him and LeBron have such... Almost such a similar play style. But wait, LeBron's gonna throw an alley oop to him though. I mean, I mean, Sports Center and Bleacher Report will like nut their nut themselves. They already noticing it. it on Twitter. They're, the They're gonna make him turn into Patrick, and he's gonna run down the court. <laughs> uh, but like, like I think for the spacing to work, they have to move. They have to have AD move to the five, um, and then they have to get a guy who can stretch the four at the four, like Nick Batum. Yeah, and then a two that can stretch the four. And uh, like, but if they get Demar to Rosen, there's no way they. There can is make no it spacing. Idea. There is no space. <laughs> Mid range jump shots for days. Spacing matters in in the NBA. Spacing matters. If they get Demar to Rosen <laughs> on this team, there will be zero spacing. And yes, LeBron James is an improved three point shooter. If LeBron James is your, is your best three point shooter, you are in trouble. Okay, we saw with the Sun series. This is not the same team we saw in the bubble, okay? AD was hurt. I will give you that. What's his name? A A Disney. Disney. He's made of glass. (laughs) But they are not the same team. Uh, This kind of reminds me in the twilight of his career when Dwayne Wade went to the Cleveland Cavaliers for like two weeks. (laughs) And then they're like, this is not working. Let's trade him back to the (laughs) heat-protected 2027 second rounder. I do not see this working. This is either going to work super well or it's not going to work at all. Um, I mean, I just don't see how Westbrook and LeBron can play next to each other. They're two ball-dominant guards. Westbrook needs to play off ball. Westbrook is (laughs) the furthest thing from an off-ball shooter. (laughs) Like, Harden and Paul could work because those guys could shoot the ball. They they had beef, but like... Oh, Paul George? No, Harden and... Yeah, um, but Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Okay, yeah, I was like, be, what are you talking yeah. about? Um, but, like, <laughs> I, they... Westbrook cannot shoot. LeBron can shoot, but, like, he's all right. Like He makes, like, one and a half threes a game the on, fr- like, 36 The Lakers' front office has to get some shooting around them and on not a lot of money because they do not have a lot of money now. They have Taylor Horton... Are they gonna? Is Taylor Horton Tucker still on the team? I believe they're like an option. I am unclear on that. Sorry for the viewers at home, but like, 
the most of their cap is already being taken up by these three players. Like, oh, he's they have Marcus agent. Saul. He's a free agent. Okay. So they trade Contavious. K- KCP's gone. So Cal- they got Alfonso McKinney. Thank the fucking Lord they yeah. got Alfonso McKinney. And they also got ben Mac McClung. Okay. <laughs> so it's Mac McClung. So they got a bunch of dudes that can dunk the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so it's ESPN gonna, is going to shit themselves. Yeah, but they're going to hit like three threes a game. Um, like, oh. I, I guess we should talk about the Wizards in this trade. I don't want to be too... On to the Lakers. Uh, I'll, before I move to the Wizards, I'll just say this. This does not make the Lakers the best team in the Western Conference by far. Uh, this will make them a better regular season team. They will not get the seventh seed this year. They will, like, from three to six range, I could see them falling. Uh, I still, I think the Suns, like, I'm, not, I'm a Suns homer, but I could, they're, they're a good regular season team. The Suns will win a lot of games. The Jazz will continue to win a lot of the games. Nuggets the Nuggets will win a lot the of Mavericks, games. The Mavericks, if they can land the, yeah, Kawhi, will win, win a, a lot, lot of games. games. Like if it, not, the Clippers will win yeah, a lot of games. The, the Warriors are going to be improved. Uh, like, I just... The, especially with the West being so tough, I just don't see... Uh, okay, I'm getting off the Lakers point. I'm sorry, everybody. The Wizards, <laughs> I mean, I guess Westbrook doesn't have that much value anymore. I think people see through the facade of the triple-double. Uh, he did help. He did help the Wizards win, make that push to the playoffs at the end of the year. He was pretty good for them alongside Beal, but like, like Kuzma, he's ass. <laughs> Kuzma's not good, and he, he's getting paid thirteen million yeah, a year. KCP uh, and Montrezl Harrell are. Is Montrezl even going to be? On, are they going to buy him out? Are they going to keep KCP? Is Montrezl going to accept his player option? This trade can't go through if it doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean he's a clutch guy. You know, he's a clutch guy. Oh. You know, it's they got that connection. But like, it's just not the best haul, and especially like twenty two. Like, you wouldn't you want a future first? I just I don't understand it. From I understand it, I guess, from the Lakers' perspective. This is a absolute win-now move. They kind of got exposed in the Sun series where we saw that this was not working. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't working. So we needed to, they needed to move off that. So here we are. We are moving on. I mean, do you have anything to say about the Wizards Hall? Nah, Kuzma sucks. He's my Kuzma's least favorite player in the NBA. I hate Kuzma. Actually, I do, he has like he posts like thirst traps. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and he wears shitty fashion. He's gonna be so irrelevant in Washington now. <laughs> Nobody's gonna mention the name. No, 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 no. no. You will see one video of him. It's gonna be him like making a shot, like his first bucket as a wizard. Yeah. And then there's going to be dead it. silence for the rest of the year. Nobody's going to hear anything more about Because the Wizards Kuzma. suck. They're a worse franchise okay, than a lot of people. Moving players. on to the Wizards. What's up with Bradley Beal? I'm going to say my spiel and then you can go. Bra- I do not feel bad for Bradley Beal at all. He did no matter himself. No matter what comes up, no matter the pain and hardship that the Wizards franchise go through, I do not care. You want to stay there. You have had multiple opportunities to leave. When John Wall gets traded, when Russell gets traded, just when you're bad in general, demand a trade. What are you doing here? Especially the Wizards. I I don't see the incentive of him staying because it, with his presence on the floor, it makes you not being able to get like that first pick or having the odds to actually have a rebuild. He's he's almost holding them back, and he wants to stay there. Why do you want to stay in Washington, Bradley? Go to the Warriors. Go somewhere else. I mean, I'm just, I'm baffled by his thought process. I guess his family likes living in Washington. I've been to Washington, D.C. multiple times. I've been there three times. I enjoy the city. It's a beautiful city. I love Washington, D.C. Shout out the nation's capital. But somebody, (laughs) talk some sense to Bradley Beal. Why are you still there? I know. Like, shout out Obama. Yeah, shout out Obama, I guess. But But seriously, like, yeah, Bradley Beal's had his chances. This roster is Dog shit. It's up there with the Kings. Shout out Jose. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> they got Denny Adjavia, who's Mario Hozonia. Shout out Denny. Shout out He's Denny. unathletic Mario Hozonia. <laughs> we love Mario Hozonia. They got Rewatch more, who Best could be like player. a 17-point-per-game scorer at his peak. Yeah. And like, whatever. They got Thomas Bryant, who I'm pretty sure didn't play half the season. I mean, in my 
my league 2K rebuild, I traded Bradley Beal and I got Evan Mobley, and then three <laughs> years down the line, we we're NBA champions. So they exactly. Should have, they should have followed. Sean Griffin, he knows how to do 2K. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically <laughs> a GM at this point. Exactly, but no, they don't really have any much young promise on that roster. Trade Beal for yeah. Either I would go out there and just get a flat out young star. Don't go out there and get picks. Get a guy that you know. Trade for Ben Simmons. Eh, like Sim- I don't like Ben. Sim- I don't think that worked. Ben. Ben Simmons, sorry, my father <laughs> intoxicated and he yelled when I was making a point. Okay, what I was saying is Ben Simmons, I would, try, I would try to get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, he's a refresh. He's a younger player. He could, you know. How about this? Trade to Miami. Get, get Tyler Hero. Get Precious Akua. <laughs> I don't like Tyler Hero. <laughs> get I'm sorry. a first round pick. But then you bring Clout to DC for the first time. Jack Harlow can perform. That's the true. House. That's true. Oh shit! <laughs> you know what? I'm on board. Just <laughs> somebody get Bradley Lee fucking DC, dude. It, Wizards get something for get a young piece for him. Don't get an established star. Get young something. Or like send him to New Orleans. Get like Nikhil Walker Alexander. Get like. Uh, Jackson Hayes and get like three. You could maybe picks. even get Ingram for it, like Ingram and some picks. And uh, they wouldn't trade Ingram. The trade get some get some young talent. I don't <laughs> trade know. Trade for Davion. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Trade for Marvin Bagley. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or trade to the Knicks for R.J. Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Just do something. I don't know. Do something. Yeah. Okay. Or trade him to the Hawks. I think the Hawks got a good package. Yeah. Take Cam Reddish from yeah, them. Yeah, they want to get Cam Reddish off. Take, uh, I don't know, probably Bogdanovich for the contract. Or sign and trade Collins and they want to let Collins walk. Or yeah. get, I like Jalen Johnson from them. But hey, leave freaking DC. Washington, bro. Leave the nation's capital. Or else Jack Hollow's coming with Tyler. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, kind of refocusing on the rookies. We went on a trade tangent here. But uh, early rookie of the year predictions, where, where are you falling here? It's got to be Kate I think it's pretty straight obvious here. A guy who's got the potential to give the most out there. A lot of these guys, Jalen Suggs, crowded out there in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes crowded in the frontcourt. Evan Mobley, they have a lot of scores ahead of him. Jalen Green, not even the number one option on his team. I think Gabe Cunningham walks away at the award casually. Who do the guy that I think can come out there and surprise people? I think Corey Kispert could on the Washington Wizards. Josh Giddy. Sorry for... Talking over no, here. Josh Giddy could do it, but I, th- I think Corey Kispert's a sleeper guy. But like, he's not going to be K coming in. I think yeah. it's Walkway. I mean, I mean, Kyle Kuzma might start over him. So <laughs> who knows? Um, or for me, it, I'm I'm kind of in a toss up. I I love Cade. I love Cade Cunningham a lot. Uh, but I think Jalen Green might. I think if if the Rockets make him the first option, he could average 25. This team is terrible, and he could ball out. He is a he is a scorer. That is what he does. He scores. And I I I'm of the belief that he could hit like in between twenty and twenty five in his first year. He is that good. I don't know if that's a crazy take, crazy out there, but you know He's I'm, learning from I'm one of the best young take. scorers in the league. He's got John Wall as a veteran with him. Eric Gordon was a young star before he got hurt. Learn yeah. from him. I think Cade walks away at the ward casually. Whatever that lock is. Put yeah. your money on. I mean, you know, Shadiq Bay, mate. You know, he could assist a Shadiq Bay. <laughs> Killian. I love Killian A so much. I wanted him to fall the, fr- the Phoenix the French last Mamba? year. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Jalen Smith, shout out, but you know, it Killian Hayes on the side. You man. walk away with Giannis instead of Steph Curry. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Jalen Green, he's kind of like a mini Akumbo. Jalen Smith, you mean? Jalen Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Maybe okay. Kostas, but let's continue. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, uh, just to like you know, my final prompt, we could go on more if we want to. But uh, who do you think the best player in this class is going to end up being? This is a very speculative thing that I just came up with on the couch after I took a nap. <laughs> um, uh, I I am in between three players. But again, like, you know, you never thought Siakam would be, like, you know... One of the best players in that class. Yeah, or, like, Jokic. You had no idea. Isaiah Thomas. a a Kumpo. Oh, a Kumpo. Yeah. Or, like, you know, Kawhi. Like, there's so many players. But, like, as of now, who do you think the best player from this class is going to be? I think the clear cut would be, you say, Cade Cunningham. But I think 
looking at the situation, looking at, not even the situation at this point, looking at the potential, looking at the raw physical tools these guys have, I got to go with Scotty Barnes. I'm riding with this guy. I love I, him I so like much. Him. And real sleeper, if he develops out there in Memphis, Zaire Williams could be nasty. Wow. A 6'9 athletic I guard. I think he could be an all-NBA guy if he hits it. He's got one of the lowest, lowest floors uh, in this draft, but he's got one of the highest ceilings as well. Um, but I think I'm just going to be straight up. I'm going to say Scotty Barnes. If not, it's going to be Cade Cunningham. Walk away. Generational uh, guy. Yeah, I was between Cade, Mobley, and Barnes. I, I think you guys were pretty down. I watched your guys' mock draft video. A lot of you guys seem down in Mobley. I'm a big Mobley guy. I think he could be Chris Bosh. Straight up, I think he could be... We're talking about Raptors Chris Bosh or Heat Chris Bosh. Total difference in the I way. mean, I think Raptors Chris Bosh. I think... I I see a lot of potential. If Mobley can... I, th- I say move him into power forward alongside... Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Um, I, I really do like Mobley. I'm a big ride-or-die Mobley guy. Shut up. Fight on. You know what I'm saying? But Cade... He's such a special player, man. And especially with that young core in Detroit, if all those guys develop properly, I mean, I see no reason why there's a couple, not a couple championships in their future. I'm being straight up. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Who's a... We'll go on another question, kind of going off. Yeah. Who's a guy that... I'm just going to close my laptop. Here. Yeah, not only that you want to see... Be good in the league, but a guy that you think that could surprise a lot of people from this draft that maybe wasn't drafted up in the top ten, maybe later in the lottery or later down the board. We'll go through, but I got my guy. I think it's going to be Jalen Johnson, a special guy that Carson, I know, is very high on. Uh, went out there, was a top prospect at Duke, you know, had all the character concerns because he didn't play and so on and so forth. But he's a six-foot, like, eight, I believe, like, shooting guard, small forward, power forward hybrid. I think he's a guy that, if Atlanta can develop him properly, he could be a menace to society out there. <laughs> Hall of Fame menace. To what was uh, Hall of Fame school threat? What was your uh, What's your question? Uh, who's a guy that you want to see in this draft, or a guy that you think in this draft can really surprise and turn out to be be better than his draft position? Uh, I mean, to me, it's Sengun. He has such great potential. I think a lot of people just tend to sleep on international prospects because they're not, you know, you're not watching them on college basketball. They don't have the cultural zeitgeist like a Jalen Green would have in the G League. Uh, so I think it's Sangoon. I think he really could be a special player. Um, uh, Kai Jones, maybe, also. I'm kind of a Kai Jones fan. Same. I do, I do think he has more potential than, I guess, where he was picked. Um, and future yeah. sixth man of the year, I think, could be, especially yeah. on the Nets team he's on. Yeah. I think Cam Thomas can be a special scorer. Cam Thomas. One of the I, best pure scorers I was in thinking draft. about that. Cam Thomas, he has, especially because he goes to the Nets, he doesn't have the expectations that he would have. He is a pure scorer. He said that himself. He only wants to fucking score. He's a bucket game. Yeah, if, And he's playing okay, with a lot of bucket games. Yeah, on those nights when James Harden or Kyrie are out, you know, speaking about the flat earth, Cameron Thomas can come in and get you a bucket, okay? And I think a lot of Nets fans are going to be surprised at the value they got at that position. So I'm super excited. Maybe a Dayron Sharp. Shout out. Best son of all time. Uh, you know, maybe he could be good. Hey, Dayron Sharp is to go to the Suns. You traded the pick. Yeah, I know. Oh. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, I think Keon Johnson can be special too. A guy in our mock draft, I threw him at seven. This man went 21. Yeah, he, he dropped. He dropped drastically, but it's super athletic. He's going to the Clippers. You know, maybe him and Trey Mann, be, I mean, Terrence Mann be running that front court for days to come. Who knows? I am worried about the players who drop, though. I don't really... It's concerning. I think... I, what do they know that we don't? You know? Like, a lot more that we yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. And that's like... P- players who drop... I'm thinking about stars in the NBA. And I don't really know if they dropped in the draft super far. Jamal Murray dropped. I know. Yeah, but did he was still a lottery pick. You know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't this far. I I think that's concerning. When somebody drops that, that far... Yeah, three that after that. Yeah. I think that's a good... I mean, research that. I, I That was just a thought off the top of my head. A lot of these guys who drop, I think, is concerning. Like a James Booknight, like, what's going on there? 
But I feel like he's know? always kind of he started in that range. Yeah, in the early but he process. he went up like you know the closer. To, we were like the, the six, six to seven. One point. Six to seven. Now he's at eleven. I mean, that's kind of where he started. You know, it's just it's a little concerning for me. Also, I just want to shout out Chris Duarte. He's basically Cameron Johnson. Uh, he is the same age as the man I'm wearing a jersey of right now, Devin Booker. He is the same age as him. So he's he's a definitely a plug and play guy. He's gonna Certified give you five buckets. He's gonna give you buckets, but also he's just very old. He is twenty four years he old. He's on that Malcolm Brogdon shit. Yeah, he I mean <laughs> it's kind of like a yeah, I guess he's teamed up with his older old guys, you know, and, and in <laughs> old the rookies. Yeah. Old mo- old ass rookies. You know, maybe he could win rookie of the year since he's so old. <laughs> You could have won rookie, but we're the he, veteran of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess like you know, just like how Brogdon won rookie of the year. You know, maybe he comes up. What 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 class was he? In? He was in the Embiid class, remember? Because Embiid played like five. Oh, games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Dario Sarge would have won it. Yeah, but Dario Sarge was overseas, so he was yeah, way yeah, later yeah, on yeah. in the process. Yeah, that was right. the uh, well. I mean, that's the Andrew Wiggins, uh, Jabari Park. Actually, yeah. no, 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 wait, no, 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 no. Because no, wasn't he later? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm getting confused because Embiid took three years to play. Yeah. Oh, no, that was the Brandon Ingram-Ben Simmons class because Ingram was trash. His rookie oh, season. Ben didn't That play. was the Dragon Bender draft? <laughs> With a goat win? Yeah, Dragon Bender, Marquis Chris draft? We could make an entire episode oh about how shit God. the Suns have drafted. But <laughs> so bad. I mean, okay, again, I'm a Suns fan. <laughs> Shout out training the 29th pick. We would have got so many terrible. We're so bad at drafting. We got so lucky with Devin Booker. That was not our scouting. That was pure luck. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Same with Cam Johnson, and same with the. I mean, I mean DeAndre Ayton. He's not even the best player in his class. Okay, I was getting really mad at him but in the hey, finals. Shout out Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again another tangent. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN. Stop giving these guys who know nothing about the draft on the draft. I don't show. care that he made the NBA. It was. On the Celtics when they want to chip. Yeah. He's, I, he has no qualifications to be Mod, on the Miles is Moody. Yeah. <laughs> Moody is Moody. He can string a fucking sentence together. I love you, Perk, on <laughs> pardon my take or whatever the fuck you're on. First take. Like, but like, dude, you're not. Like, was it, is Chad Ford the ESPN draft guy? Who's the ESPN draft guy? I don't remember. I'm going to say it's Chad Ford. Chad Ford, this is his whole job. His whole job is to dra- watch prospects, make mock drafts. He's on the broadcast. It makes sense. Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> you, you know? he, it looks like he came stumbling in, just <laughs> drunk off his ass, just like talking about Moses Moody. And also, shout out him for the worst 2018 redrafts of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Luka Doncic, DeAndre Ayton, Trey Young, Mikel Bridges. Then Give him the max. Then Shake Gilligas Alexander. Or there's a lot better guys that were on the board there. Whatever. One of the stupidest uh, ESPN guys of all time. So <laughs> and then Dan Orlovsky, who was one of the yeah. worst teams of all times. And Dan Orlovsky thinks he knows what a quarterback is. Buddy, you weren't even a quarterback yourself. Yeah. So, hey, we could talk all day. Shout out, Perk. But, hey, honestly, some crazy stuff happening in the NBA. Waiting for the NBA Summer League. Who's going to come out there and surprise us? Jalen Smith. Guy? Jalen Smith. He could be like Kyle Kuzma. He won the Summer League MVP and he was dog shit in the NBA. So, hey, we will find out. But this is Coast Coast Podcast. It's Griffin and Liam. We're signing out. Peace. Peace.